0: Freaks! It's Monday, August 8th, 2022, and I am here to introduce a best of show. The plan is just to sort of start the week late, really. Push everything back a day Tomorrow I will be back with a brand new episode of DV Then on Wednesday I'll do a sideshow exclusive episode for paying members On and on we go throughout the week And then on the weekend maybe I'll do a best of show To make up for the fact that we didn't do a new show today However... All that being said, I do have a wonderful program to play for you today. This one uh, originally was posted back in 2017, May of 2017. So uh, it was a Sideshow exclusive episode. If you weren't a Sideshow member back then, this new episode is really kind of new to you. So sit back, enjoy the stupidity, and I will see you back tomorrow to start a new week of programs. Until then, bye everybody! It's time for another Distorted View, Test of Patience, International Edition.
1: 响起吗哟哟 Hey freaks, it's
0: Thursday, May 4th, 2017. Coming up on the program today, psycho six-year-olds, the wild variety of male orgasm sounds, KFC is publishing a chicken-themed romance novel, and free VR porn for mom. All coming up today on TV. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. My doctor wants to
1: dilate my asshole to the size of a fucking coconut.
0: Hey everybody, I'm just making a podcast. My name is Tim Henson. This is Distorted View Daily. I don't know. I thought I'd start the show like Thursday Lane starts all of his videos. Hey everybody, I'm just making a YouTube video. All right, uh, listen. Oh, speaking of Thursday Lane, it was recently his birthday. Uh, So happy birthday Thursday.
1: Hey everybody. Today is my birthday, but I'm just not feeling it. I'm depressed. Like I said, I wish I was rich. I wish I was not living in Philadelphia. It's suck living in Philadelphia. I hate living here. I'm sick of everybody telling me, oh, be happy you got this big hat. It's not enough. I want to move out of Philadelphia one day. I hate living in Philadelphia. I hate Philadelphia. I hate okay. being born right.
0: here. It's up. Okay. Well, h- happy birthday, Thursday Lane. I would play a song for you, but, you know, most birthday tunes are pretty upbeat. There's not a lot of depressing birthday songs, and I feel like that's the mood you're in right now. Actually, you know what? An old Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee recorded a happy birthday song that's uh, pretty doom and gloom. Happy birthday to me It's time to pity me And sit and just laugh
1: at me Cause I was the last to know While you're snuggling in bed I'm wishing you both were dead And yes, this is what I said The moment I had to let go
0: He kind of loses me halfway through that verse But uh, the very beginning of the song I gotta tell you, that's exactly how I feel now Whenever it's my birthday It's my birthday Time to pity me Speaking of uh, birthdays and anniversaries, today uh, marks a very special day. It is uh, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Do you guys remember what happened three years ago? To the day! I'll let you guys think about it. it wasn't necessarily a good thing. It wasn't like a celebratory moment. Oh, I won't make you wait in suspense any longer. It was three years ago to the day... That my heart nearly uh, exploded. I was recording the show. I think I was doing a weekend program, right? And I was doing a stupid bit where I was uh, pretending to be uh, one of those church pastors. Oh, hallelujah! Like, you know, getting all worked up. And my heart started beating at over 200 beats per minute. It was like some cardiovascular EDM going on up here. (laughs) Pom pa 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 that's it. That was what it sounded like inside my chest. Uh, so I drove myself, even though my landlord was here, like, mowing the grass or something, I didn't want to bother him. So I drove myself to, you know, the urgent care. The urgent care was like, we don't accept your insurance. So I drove, you know, another 15 minutes to another urgent care, you know, just trying to avoid going to the hospital. And uh, when I got to that urgent care, then the, doc, uh, the the guy there was like, um, yeah, you can't even drive to the emergency room. I can't can't let you do that you need to have an ambulance and that's what started that whole fucking thing since then i've been uh, pretty good i guess it's uh, it's funny though that uh, this is the day where all that went down and today is also the day where the house of representatives have voted to repeal obamacare and say what you will about obamacare but uh i was forced to get it and you know not what a couple months later i desperately needed it and uh, i kept getting bills and it would, it would list all the shit that was uh, you know, taken care of by my insurance. It would have cost me over $100,000 for, <laughs> for this little incident. That would have ruined me financially. It's not saying much, considering, you know, me needing an oil change at the wrong time of the month could also ruin me financially. I remember when I could get an oil change for 20 bucks at Walmart. Now, when I go to get my Mazda... Uh, my Mazda's oil change, it's upwards of like a hundred. Although I guess it's not like every 3,000 miles anymore. Like, I could get away with 7,000 or 15,000 or something. Whatever. Uh, I'm I'm getting off topic here. The point that I'm trying to make is, and I know I'm not going to be able to sway anyone politically, and I'm not trying to, but with this new healthcare plan, uh... If you've got a pre-existing condition, you're kind of fucked. And one of the pre-existing conditions uh, that is not covered is uh, AFib, and that's what I had at the time. So I think, should should this happen again, I think I'm, like, fucked. I don't know. I really hope, like, if this thing passes again, I hope they... they Take that pre-existing condition thing away. Because, like, the list is massive, first of all. And I I guarantee probably, like, 70%, 70 70-plus percent of people in America have a pre-existing condition that's on that list. Diabetes, that's a big one. Everyone's got that here in America. Acne, if you've got acne, you you know, that's a pre-existing condition. The list is pretty massive uh we'll see what happens all right but anyway i just wanted to mention that because that's what happened three years ago and i'm still around so you people who are afraid to buy lifetime memberships because you thought i would croak the joke's on you i haven't died yet ting all right i got a couple pieces of audio and then we will get into the news first up this is a piece of porn but it's really a compilation of this person's Fifteen favorite male cum shots of all time is guys orgasming.
2: Ah!
0: Ah! That guy, I think, was blowing his load onto a granny's face. Male cum shots are really like snowflakes, right? No two are the same. I mean there's such a huge difference between the first one and the second one. The first one's just like Aah! and the second one is more of just like Aah! 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 To be shitting me. <laughs> this can't be real, right? I mean, we know female porn whores totally fake it, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck me, getting, oh, getting, 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 it, get it. ah, right? It's all fake. But I thought like like males in porn were you know to- they're totally getting off. You can't fake it. You see them coming. It feels good. But maybe they're embellishing a bit. Uh, Like that guy was coming up and down the scale. You know, it was very musical. <laughs> now that guy's getting like electrocuted. Like his dick is in a metal cage, and some woman is uh, shocking it. So I can totally, I can understand the screaming there. <laughs> This guy is get. I, wait a second. <laughs> this one's confusing. I don't even know if we're looking at a guy here. I think there's a cross-dresser. Uh, you don't really... You just see him, like, on his back. The camera is above him, like, from the ceiling pointing down. And then there's a woman. I think she's jamming stuff in his asshole. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's a butt plug, yeah. Oh, so fucking good.
2: Ah, this is a normal cum shot. Fuck you!
0: Ah, <laughs> that sounds like a howling wind. Must ah, be a tornado warning in the area or something. Ah, this guy is fucking a woman, and he's just sort of like inserting the tip in, and then pulling it out, and pushing it back in, pulling it out. Like he's not even going all the way in. I guess that's how you pleasure a woman. I don't know. Oh, oh. god! <laughs> <laughs> My favorite type of cum shots Where the guy just cries When he blows his
2: load
0: <laughs> <laughs> And finally A foreign cum shot yeah! 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 He is Asian
2: yeah! Oh
0: yeah! <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's a karate come shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick now. Oh, one last thing. This is great. A uh, couple. I don't know how long ago this was, but I talked to you about this uh, great documentary called *Child of Rage*. You may have heard about it. You may not remember it. I'll play some clips uh, from it. For you, just to jog your memory, in it a little girl is being uh, worked on in a mental health sort of way, right? Like this is a fucking psychopath five year old. She's so nutty, like all of her therapy ses- uh, sessions were recorded in case you know they needed it as evidence if she fucking snapped and like killed her parents or something. All right, so here is uh, this little girl uh, being talked to by her therapist. Are people afraid of you, Beth? <laughs> Who's afraid of you, Beth?
2: Everybody. John. Your brother. And what is your brother... Why is your brother afraid of you? Because I hurt him so much.
0: Because <laughs> I try to kill him when he sleeps. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And... Perfectly normal. What... At nighttime, what do your parents do to your door?
2: Lock it shut.
0: Mm, why do they lock it shut?
1: Because they don't want me to hurt John.
0: And how would you hurt John?
1: I'd take my fingers and I'd jam it in his eye
0: and I'd try to scoop out his eyeball and then I'd put his eyeballs in my mouth and I'd roll his eyeballs around and then I'd garkle with his eyeballs. Right. And they're kind of afraid of of hurting John. Are you hurting John? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Are they afraid that you might hurt them? Yep.
0: Would you, Beth? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. When would you do it? Nighttime. Okay. Why would you do nighttime?
2: Because I don't like them seeing me go
0: up. And, uh, of course, here is the mother talking about uh, her daughter.
2: She got baby birds down out of the nest. And we thought maybe she was just curious. So we explained that she could hurt them
0: well now you're just giving her ideas um,
2: put them back and went through a whole sitting down and talking to her about the problem of it and the next day we went out to check the baby birds and they were on the ground dead with their, their necks broken.
0: This is why I'm a, I'm a huge advocate, a huge proponent of the post-birth abortion. So uh, the Thomas family, that's his family, they knew something was wrong with their uh, adopted child. It's also why I'm totally against adoption. Um, when... This girl, this six-year-old girl, unexpectedly killed a nest of innocent baby birds. I'm reading from an article. The whole reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's there's a bit of an update. This little girl is still alive. I mean, she's all grown up now. Uh, She also tried to attack her brother while he was asleep. When they spoke to her, however, the six-year-old girl smiled like a fucking psychopath, apologized, and said she understood that what she did was bad and would stop. You know, stop trying to kill her little brother. But it only got worse. Soon, Little Beth attacked her little brother so badly, the boy had to be sent to the hospital and receive stitches. The little girl repeatedly smashed his face into a concrete floor. They then called the adoption agency, I guess, to ask for a refund. Uh, and really, well, they wanted to know about this little girl's past. Like, what sort of fucking family did she come from? But due to confidentiality laws, they couldn't say anything. But they were like, um, yeah, you might want to see a child psychologist. That's all I'm going to say about this. So, you know, she must have had some sort of traumatic upbringing. I was part of a documentary called Child of Rage. Well... After a great deal of therapy, Lil' Beth was able to recover. And uh, she's supposedly completely free of all of her toxic thoughts. And there's a picture of her. If you want to see what uh, Little Beth looks like now, I will make it today's featured image over there at superfreaksideshow.com. As for what Beth is up to today, she uh, has stopped snapping the necks of birds and she is instead a registered nurse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's so many necks to snap when you're a nurse. All right, she's a registered nurse. All of her patients die. Uh, she also helps children with similar conditions. You know, psychopaths. So, yeah, that's good, though. The story has a happy ending. Ah! That kind of happy ending. Alright, with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. Thank you guys so much for being members of The Sideshow. If you'd like to upgrade your account to a lifetime one and never worry about recurring charges again, just email me show at distortedview.com. I'll give you all the instructions. Basically, I knock $50 off the normal price and it'll cost you $250. Again, just email me show at distortedview.com. Okay, three quick stories then we'll get the hell out of here. for stuff. You know how Pornhub always comes up with these wacky schemes to get themselves in the news? Well, they're at it again. When you think of Mother's Day gifts, VR porn probably isn't at the top of your list. Well, I don't know. I've been talking about Adam and Eve and their amazing promotion where they give you a free sex swing for a while now. And I've been telling you, this is a great gift for Mother gets her off her knees, right? She's got a sore hip or something? Perfect. For... for, Getting your mom nailed in a comfortable way. That's what Pornhub is suggesting you send to dear old mom this year. (laughs) What? They're running a special initiative called Mommy's Special Glasses. Ew. Uh, The deal is you order a pair of free VR glasses from Pornhub. You just have to give them your name and address because that's what you want Pornhub to have. Your personal information, like where to send shit to. Also, your mother's address. Honey, who are the Bang Brothers? And why do they keep sending me mail? All right, they're running a special initiative called Mommy's Special Glasses. Ew. The deal is you order a pair of uh, free VR glasses from them and send them to Mommy Dearest. She'll then have access to a site filled with specially curated VR adult content. Here's just a little bit from a Pornhub's promo video. Now, if you still don't know what to get your mom this
1: year, Pornhub has the solution. Mommy's special glasses. Because she's not just the woman that gave you life. She's a woman in her own right, with her own desires.
0: Not my mom. She hasn't had a sexual thought in her head since the Reagan administration. I was born very late. A VR experience that will let her explore new horizons and
2: sensations that dad hasn't given her during all these years.
0: This My daddy's
2: dead! Mother's Day, give her mommy special glasses so she can turn her favorite day of the year
0: into the best night of her life. Okay. According to the article here, the glasses come packaged in pretty pastels and uh, housed in an innocent-looking greeting card. You just slip your phone into the card and start watching porn. It's really quite an experience. If for some reason you think uh, the mother in your life need to lay eyes on some hot action, this could be just what you need to get her. Mother's Day and sex aren't the most natural pairing. But the massive online porn platform is no stranger to promotional gags. This is definitely right up there in the -the what-the-fuck department. According to Pornhub's VP, Corey Price, while most of us have been going the generic gift-giving route, sending cards or flowers or phoning in long-distance calls, we thought it apropos to provide our fans with the option to gift them the one thing every mom wants but is too afraid to ask for porn. Big, hot, throbbing dicks in 3D. Uh, If you'd like to order your free glasses, you can go to mommiesspecialglasses.com. So uh, check that out. Second story we have for you today, more dumb, ridiculous promotions. KFC just published its first romance novel starring none other than Colonel Sanders. Tender Wings of Desire is the name of the book. It's actually a novella, and it is all to celebrate, you guessed it, Mother's Day. To celebrate Mother's Day, the chicken chain's best-selling day of the year, according to KFC, uh, KFC published Tender Wings of Desire a novella following the love affair between Lady Madeline Parker and Colonel Harlan Sanders. The book can be downloaded for free on Amazon, and KFC is giving away 100 hardback copies to fans on Facebook. Quote, "...the only thing better than being swept away by the deliciousness of our extra crispy chicken is being swept away by Harlan Sanders himself." According to George Felix, uh, KFC's director of advertising. This Mother's Day, the bucket of chicken I get for my wife will come with a side of steamy romance. Dinner is taken care of, and she'll have the time to escape her busy schedule. Now, I was secretly hoping this story would have been commissioned by KFC to, you know... Amazon's resident erotic author Chuck Tingle, author of you know, like, the fucking lawyer dinosaur fucked my gay toaster oven, you know, those ridiculous books. Those are all written by uh, Chuck Tingle. The internet would have loved it I mean, Chuck Tingle writes a little more hardcore It's like Sextastic Tuesday material And KFC is kind of playing it safe here I've got some excerpts from the book Uh, Here's one It was electric It was everything and whatever sickness Madeline believes she had from her infatuation with him Melted away at the touch of his lips Her entire body felt as though it were on fire her heart beating wildly in her chest. He felt so warm, and his arms circled around her waist to pull her closer. This was the closest she had ever been to a man, and she would not want it any other way. She felt as if she were a woman on fire, feverish in the best way. All right, see what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it's bullshit. We need Corey. Corey, are you available? Write like a real quick, I don't know, (laughs) real short story that's like, You know, the real KFC romance novel. Like uh, Colonel Sanders whipped out his six-inch drumstick, dipped his original recipe dong in the honey mustard dipping sauce and then crammed it into her bucket. As he pierced her puss, he caressed her breast meat with one hand and finger-fucked her asshole with his other hand. After a few minutes, he withdrew his finger from her puckered asshole, stuck it in his mouth, and declared, It's finger licking good. Right, that's what I want. Is that, a, is that considered romance? I wanted to read a couple more passages from the actual novella, but it's it's really boring. Sometimes it seems as though the two of them had been made to love each other, and they tried to do so at every given opportunity. Their eyes would meet the instant he walked into the tavern, and as they could feel each other... Oh, as if they could feel each other. In that instant, a spark would light, and quickly grow into a raging inferno deep with it. Like, no mention of cunts, no mention of of, of asses, or semen, or anything. Boring. Alright, final story we have for you today, a pet shop owner who killed a gold... Finally! A real news story, not a fucking press release. <laughs> you know, uh, trying to get us to buy chicken! Or porn! (laughs) A pet shop owner who killed a goldfish by unplugging a fish tank to charge his mobile phone has been banned from trading animals for five years. Four other fish were rescued from the tank after the oxygen pipe was left without power. A parakeet was also found dead in piles of excrement. (laughs) Stupid bird, you have wings! You can fly! Fly to a higher part of the cage! Buried under its own excrement. Yeah, it was found dead in a pile of shit. Baby rabbits were seen roaming around the filthy shop because their hutches were not secure. Council environmental health officers found appalling conditions when they visited Pets Place. Like What a generic name for a pet store. In Great Cheatham Cheed- Street East in Salford. Over there in the UK, I guess. The owner cared nothing for the welfare of animals, only for his profits. But he couldn't have been selling a lot of animals. Like, you walk into a pet store and just find dead birds in piles of shit, you're gonna get your animal from another store, right? Typically, people want to purchase animals if they're alive, and only if they're alive. Parakeets have been crammed into a makeshift Eight, uh, aviary with insufficient perching space Oh, and were having to cling to the sides of the cage, while one bird lay dead. Oh, in the shit. A baby rabbit was left without access to water, and three others roamed freely around the mouse uh, infested premises. Juin Shiko, the owner, breached 23 conditions of his pet shop license, including having no documentation to show where the animals came from or uh, who he sold them to. Chico 25, pleaded guilty at Salford and Manchester Magistrates Court to failing to comply with pet shop license conditions, as prescribed under the Pet Animal Act. He was ordered to carry out 80 hours of unpaid community work, His pet shop license was revoked, and he was disqualified for five years from keeping a pet shop. He was also ordered to pay court costs and a victim surcharge totaling 940 pounds. Magistrates heard that officers from Salford Council went to the shop in August of 2016 following a complaint. They had to get a warrant... The rabbits were removed by the RSPCA because they were in poor health. A follow-up inspection a week later found Chico had removed the aviary altogether. So, there you go. That, my friends, is your Distorted News for Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. You know all the ways to contact me. I won't bore you with that. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't called in in a while, would love to hear from you. 206-666-4463. Hello, Bronovich. Oh, this is Vladimir Putin. Hey, real quick, I got to mention this. Uh, <laughs> there was a Patreon update. Someone posted this. Haley's Comet, actually. Haley's Comet says Look, it's time for the Haley's Comet Christmas in July promotion. If the DV Patreon has either 200 patrons. Or $1,000 a month in donations, by July 4th, 2017, I, Haley's Comet, you know, everyone hates him, will not call either voicemail line until Christmas. And I can't tell if he meant to say Christmas of this year, 2017, or Christmas of 2107, which is what he actually wrote. So if we hold him to this, (laughs) he will not be calling into the Distortive View line for about a hundred years. Sounds good to me, right? Uh, So you know what you need to do, pledge a few dollars to our Patreon, patreon.com slash view. I will mention this again on tomorrow's program so all the freaks can hear it. But yes, okay, Vladimir Putin calling in. This is Vladimir Putin. I call with well wishings and much recovery and healing. For one member of Pussy Puss, surly. I responding to call you placed on April five uh, about surgery on your foot and five inch pin which you had inserted between toes. Yes. I was thinking of making joke about five inch pin <laughs> and like Tim's penis, but I think five mm, inches is generous, right. right, Tim? So yeah. I don't want to uh, inflate your ego. I don't want to get your your head too blown up. Um, let's all laugh. At him and his small penis, freak. let all laugh together here for a moment. <laughs> you have small penis. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. He's another one that needs to go. This uh, Vladimir Putin. If there's anything that Vladimir can do for you. I have big credit line open in your name. these are with Russian banks, they will not hit your credit. Okay, all right. Many years. I, I haven't heard from Surly since then. I'm sure she's doing fine. Surly, call in. Hey Timmy, it's tricky from Western Australia. Just a couple of tricky. quick things.
1: Um, I feel like I've known you. We, all of us freaks, us sideshow freaks, have known you for a really long time, and we, we you know, we're pretty protective of, of you. And I just feel like, you know,
2: Lord Douche, you know, we we really haven't been introduced. Um, Right. I feel like we should
0: get a chance to to meet him, and we want to make sure that he's looking after you and he's doing the right thing. Well, he's not. You know, is is he (laughs) hurting you? Is he being good to you? Is he treating you? He better be fucking treating you good. You better be beating you. No, sorry. I'm getting confused. Um, And the other thing I just wanted to uh, check in with you, won't. He won't come on the show. He just won't, ever. Asking a while back about. I could trick him, right? I could record him secretly, but then somehow he would find out. You know, (laughs) wait. me into a doorknob again! When you got rid of uh, Sextastic Tuesday about older things that we'd want to see back, I would love to bring back Dialing for Dorothy. Remember that oh, one? Yeah. is Dorothy here? Um, you know- see, the program that I used, though, was very specific. I, I think it was called Shit Talker. There was a program called Shit Talker. Uh, let me see if it's... Uh, it was like Shit Talker version 1.2 by John Dis. <laughs> By the guy who created it. By... I wonder if that's still around. It was a um, Windows program. It was a text-to-speech thing. Here it is, Shit Talker version 1.2. Let's see what this is. This is some guy using it on YouTube. I wonder if it would still work. Oh yeah, we have here? Hello, you will see a shit-talking man. Oh, here it is. Yeah, that's the program. Hello. Hello. You can like change the pitch and the rate of words per minute. Is there any program like that around? You can just type things in. You could also program a bunch of um, words and and phrases to say. Some that were already programmed in, like, uh, hello, goodbye. That way, if people called in, you wouldn't have to type stuff in quickly. You know, for common responses. (laughs) It's a horrible video. I'll have to look that up, see if Shit talkers still around. Do you guys know of any, like, text-to-speech programs that would work good for uh, phone calls? Because maybe we can uh, get it working and make it sound like Dorothy. This is Dorothy! You know, the, the text-to-speech thing that yeah. you have to do. And uh, and also, uh, Katie. I'd like to quite know what Katie's been doing. Is she yeah. still? We need Skype to bring it? back those Skype calls where I sort of like, uh, basically I'm catfishing guys, right? I, I kind of, uh, I pioneered this in the early 2000s. And then uh, those fucking assholes on MTV stole my idea.
1: Harry, I want to put my dick in Barry. Hey, boo, hey. Hey, boo. So hey, Have you ever got caught masturbating?
0: Have I ever got caught masturbating? Yes. No. Have I ever got caught masturbating? I don't remember. I caught Joey masturbating. And then Joey... I m- may have accidentally sent him my nudes at one point. It was like back when we were in our 20s. You know, like on Instant Messenger, I was like, thought I had the wrong window open or something. But I don't think anyone's ever caught me masturbating. I don't do that. That's dirty. I'm a very holy person.
1: It was your sister, wasn't it? Yeah, your sister always catches you. My sister
0: never caught me masturbating. My sister did find my stash of uh, porn <laughs> in the 90s. Uh, and uh, I had to lie and say that, that it wasn't. It's not mine. My f- my friend who was a girl came over. Her name was Jodell. I, I blamed it on Jodell. Jodell, who's different from Joe. It's not like <laughs> Joey in drag. This is a real person named Jodell. Jodell would be like, oh, dude, Jodell came over and was like looking through pictures or something. She's like, but the things were. It was like guys fucking guys. I think. Yeah, Jodell's did some weird shit. <laughs> I don't think my sister bought that. Mom Mom never caught me jerking off. Hey, Tim. Uh, This is the site show member nameless here. Um, Good name. So I have food poisoning, and I'm going to share with you a little something. Oh! (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Not good, but not bad. It. it was alright. Alright, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortiveview.com. Distortiveview.com is our official website. We we'll mail on for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 666 4463. God. It's oh dog. Ah! Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I'll see you back tomorrow to end the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.